Welcome to GCAF Manila Podcast. Listen to God's Word on the go and on demand. We praise God for this opportunity that God has given us to worship Him in spirit and in truth. And once again, today we are continuing with our Sermon on the Mount. And now we are going to talk about one of the most important topics when it comes to the Sermon of Jesus, and that is uh, how to really pray. How to really pray. A lot of us claim that napakahalaga that we are people who knows how to pray, especially in these trying moments, in this pandemic time na meron po tayo. The only way that we can really uh, be resilient and endure yung mga hardships of boy natin is through prayers. And so, it is so important for us to learn bilang mga mananampalataya, paano ba talaga mananahin? And the good news today, this morning, is that we are going to learn from the Master Teacher Himself, Jesus Christ, in His Sermon on the Mount, at China Sabbath, this is how to pray. So, are we excited to learn how to pray? So, how to pray? The Word of God said, in Matthew chapter 6, verse 5 to 18, the Word of God said, And when you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites. For they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners, that they may be seen by others. Truly I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do. For they think that they will be heard for their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. Pray then like this. At the emphasis ng Panginoon. This is how we should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also for, have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. And when you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces that their fasting may be seen by others. Truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face that your fasting may not be seen by others, 
but by your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you. May God bless the reading of His Word. The challenge I want to give to each one of us today is to pray like Jesus. Pray like Jesus. We have learned last week no, that make your good work counts. No? We hope that our good work will count sa Panginoon. That we will be counted ito that we will have a reward. In the same way, it is so important that our prayers, yung ating pananalangin sa Panginoon, will also count. And the only way that our prayers will count to God is when we pray like Jesus. Tama po ba? Kaya ang Panginoon nagturo siya, pray like this. And in the context, we have seen again that Jesus Christ is trying to, to resolve an, an uh, moral and religious issue during His time, yung hypocrites, no? mga hypocrito, sabi niya, that when they pray, they want to be seen. They want to be known. They want to show off. And at yung, yung extreme side naman, no? the religious people who, want, who wants to publicize their religiosity, yung pagan naman, those who do not believe naman, dun sa tunay na Diyos, ay they uttered a lot of words thinking that God perhaps or their God will hear them because of their efforts. So Jesus is really trying to teach us and liberate us to the real kind of prayer. Paano ba talaga manalangin? Amen? So ready na ba tayo matuto sa ating Master Teacher Jesus from the Sermon of the, of the Mount? Let's start knowing there are three ways, no? hinati po natin sa three ways on how we can pray like Jesus. The first point is to pray with the right mindset. Pray with the right mindset. The mindset of prayer is that about resolving our problems. The mindset of prayer primarily is about intimacy with God. To be intimate with God. It's more of our relationship with God. The focus and the mindset, no? pag nagpipray tayo, yes, we know that God promised He will deliver us. But the deliverance from God is because of your relationship you have with Him. It's not about because you prayed some sort of prayer or it's because you are so religious that He will reward you. But it's your relationship to God that counts. That's why when we pray, our focus should be our experience of God, our relationship with Him, that we pursue intimacy with God. It's, it's just like friends, no? mga kaibigan natin. No? Diba, minsan meron tayong best friend nung high school pa. Nakita mo sa Facebook, at nag, ano, nagkatawagan kayo, no? So, when you call, no? Via messenger, whatever platform, no? Feeling mo talaga napakasaya mo, but tumawag ka doon because you are pursuing the relationship that you have with that person before. It's just like yung mga may boyfriend-girlfriend ngayon kasi hindi sila nagsasama sa isang bubong. Kailangan 
magtawagan. Magtatampo pa, lalo na pag accountant yung girlfriend, sobrang busy daw, no? O kaya seafarer, sobrang busy ng dalawa, double busy. Magkakatampuan because kulang yung, ano yun, yung time to, to talk to one another. But what I'm trying to say is that the focus when you call that person, when you spend time with that person, is your relationship to that person. Agats po natin. That's also the mindset we need to have when we pray. That's why Jesus said, do not be like the hypocrites. No, Do not pray like the hypocrites. The hypocrites pray, no? the, the, usually, pag sinabi mong inon, hypocrites are the religious leaders in their time. The Pharisees, the, the scribes, and, and the, uh, yung isa pang, uh, the zealots and other uh, religious leaders, no? a sect. During that time, noon kasi may sekta na rin sila. Alam niyo ba yon? Sadducees and Pharisees. Parang yung ano, parang yung mga evangelical group ngayon, dami na no. <laughs> Sobrang daming denomination. Noon may sekta din po yung Jewish belief, may Pharisees, Sadducees, Zealots. Na, nalimutan ko yung isa. But what I'm trying to say is do not be like them. Bakit daw? No. Malibang maging Pharisee, hindi naman mali. But during their time, yung ways of the Pharisees at yung kanilang nakasanayan to pray is to show off to their people that they know a lot. They, let's, let's look at the passage. Sabi, for they love, no, not, notice yung sabi pa, they love to stand and pray. Anong masama doon to stand and pray? Pero dinugdugan eh. In the synagogues, in the street corners, that they may be, ito yung pinaka-point, they may be seen by others. So the purpose of their prayers in public is not their relationship with God, but their reputation. Reputation. So when we pray, masama ba mag-pray in public? Kasi baka pag nagtawag na tayo sa prayer meeting, ah, sabi ni Pastor, do not pray in public. <laughs> but what I'm trying to, uh, for us to see is the hearts, no? the motive, the mindset. Do not pray to build your reputation. Pray to, anitagdan, to pursue intimacy with God. Whether public, or in private. You know, a warning no, sa bawat isa sa atin. When we pray, pag-conscious tayo sa sasabihin ng tao, we have a wrong mindset. Kahit mamali yung grammar mo, yung mga terms no, natin, like naalala ko yung sa prayer meeting namin doon sa Pangasinan before, uh, nung bago pa akong pastor, yung kapatid ko nag-pray, sabi niya, Oh God, I thank you because you are omnipower. No? Sa term po ng theology, omnip, omnipotent. No? After nun, uh, syempre, mga Bible school student, marami din doon, tinawanan nila yung kapatid ko. But you know, very confident na nagpray yung kapatid ko. No? Sorry Joseph. <laughs> very confident. Wala siyang pakialam kung sasabihin ng tao, talagang maramdaman mo yung intensity ng prayer niya. You know, sometimes, 
We are too conscious of what people will say sa grammar ng ating pananalangin and even sometimes sa mga preachers sa grammar natin. Of course, we need to improve. But our pursuit, no, ang pinaka-pursuit natin when we pray is our relationship with God. Kaya wag po kayong mahiya pag kayo ay tatawagin mag-pray in public because you are facilitating relationship with God to other people. That's the purpose, not the building of reputation. Kaya sometimes, parang for me, medyo alanganin ako pag nagtawag ng prayer rally sa isang lugar, ang interdenomination. At talagang paramihan, no, ang dadalhin doon. Bakit? For what? Sometimes ginagamit for political affairs. Our prayers, no, mas maganda na ngayon kasi Zoom na lang. Talagang kanya-kanya talaga tayo, prayers sa Panginoon, wherever we are. But we need to check our mindset. Is it we pray to pursue yung relationship natin sa Diyos? So hindi. No? Ang sabi ng Panginoon, if you pray for the sake in public, no, you love to pray in public, itong mga Pharisees, the hypocrites, they will pray in public, but they are not praying in private. They don't have a healthy lifestyle of a, a prayer life. No, They just pray in the church. They just pray in their small group. But pag sila mag-isa, hindi sila nagpe-pray. You get the point? Now, sabi ng Panginoon, those who pray like the hypocrites, they have their reward. Pinalakpakan ng tao, wow, so prayerful. Wow, napakadaming alam sa Bible. But, they have their reward already. So when we pray, magaling tayo mag-pray in public, dapat yung private prayer natin is talagang maayos din. Okay? So, the second, no? do not pray like the pagans. Do not pray like the pagans. Lead pala niyan. And when you pray, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do. For they think that they will be heard for their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. Take note of the word, your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. What are the pagans? No, the pagans are the one na sumasamba sa nature, sa ibang Diyos, hindi yung God of Israel. The Gentiles dito, yung context, no? the Gentiles per se is nations or other nations rather other than Jewish people. But when, we, when Jesus used Gentiles in this particular context, tinutukoy po niya in our time, the unbelievers or those who do not really believe in the true God. But in our modern time, there are like these people no, who prayed. Ano yun? Madaming words. May orasyon. No? Nag-o-orasyon pa. No? Um, as if God is going to listen with their many words. Na pag marami tayong sinabi sa Panginoon, dapat pag nagpray ako, ang minimum is 200 words. Wow, parang thesis lang. Parang research paper lang, no? Dapat pag nagpray ako, dapat 30 minutes. Pag di ako maka 30 minutes, di na ako magpe-pray. Or one hour. 
when we pray, we don't pray to inform kasi ang Diyos nang hindi niya alam. Hindi ka nagpe-pray lang na magsumbong sa Diyos. No? Do not think na ang Diyos meron siyang hindi alam sa buhay mo. When you express yung iyong heart sa Panginoon, hindi lang ito pagsusumbong, you are pursuing relationship with God. You get the point? But it's not your words or your orasyon or yung ritual yung magpapasagot sa Panginoon at ibibigay kung ano yung gusto mong hilingin. The pagans believe na through their own efforts, their gods is going to be manipulated or parang mababribe nila with their you know, sacrifices, uh, devotion, panata sa buhay, na mababribe nila ang, ang kanilang Diyos to obey them. This is the idea of God ng pagan. Their God can be manipulated by their works. But the God of the Bible is not the God who can be manipulated. He knows everything and He decides what is best. And He is sovereign above all. That's why sabi ng Panginoon, wag na kayong manalangin na para kayong paulit-ulit yung words na, di ba, pag may, may ano nga, merong ang sinabi na pag na isang tao nagkasala o magpray ka ng ganitong prayer ten times para patawarin ka ng Panginoon. Jesus said, don't pray like that. God knows already what you need. No? God knows kung anong kailangan natin. Isn't it amazing? Ang Diyos hindi daw manhid. Yan yung ibig sabihin nito. Yung ibang tao, manhid. No? Manhid sa pangangailangan ng ibang tao. Ba't nakangiti yung mga single dito? No? Pero honestly, ibang tao, manhid talaga. No? Kaya yung, yung, yung sa relationship, nagpapakyut na nga, hindi pa talaga, ano, ay, bakit ano, hindi mo siguro ako love. No? Minsan yung mga, mga, asa, mga mag-asawa, manhid. No? Or, Uh, hindi natin na-appreciate yung ginagawa ng ating asawa sa ating tahanan. Naglilinis yung, yung babaeng asawa natin. Sobrang busy, no? Tapos bigla tayo magsasabi, anong ginagawa mo dito? <laughs> manhid! <laughs> no? Pero ang Diyos, hindi siya manhid. He knows everything. He knows your heart. In fact, no? Na, na, nakita natin sa Bible that before you were born, na count niya na yung years hanggang kailan ka mabubuhay. And so why pray na parang pagka dami-daming words o pagka dami-daming tawag dito orasyon o ritual. Pray as you are a person who have a relationship with God. Amen? Be as you are. Huwag mong isipin na kailangan theological yung words pag nagpray. No. Lord, you are sovereign above all, no. Kung kung hindi po yun yung pattern ng prayer natin. Yes, of course, dahil nag-aral. Wow, si Hervey nag-aral, nagbabasa ng marami mga theological book. Mababago yung way how we speak. Pero kahit wala pa tayong ganun na salita, at hindi natin kaya magsalita ng ganung salita. You can pray. Amen? 
Tama ba? Isn't it wonderful? Pray as you are. You have the attention of God. No need na maraming orasyon. Kailangan ng kulay. Yung iba siyo, kailangan ng lucky color ko kasi sa pinag-ano, no? pinag-combine yung, ano, yung sojak sign, pati yung lucky color, pati prayer. No? Meron ganyan. Para, para sagutin ng Panginoon yung aking prayer, magkulay ano ako ng damit ngayon kasi sabi sa aking sojak sign, ito. No. Do not be like the pagan. Amen. Kailangan pa mag-pray, kailangan madaling araw, 3 a.m. Para ramdam ng Diyos na nagpuyat talaga ako para lang mag-pray. Oh, di ba? Hindi po. Hindi na-impress ang Diyos sa ganyan. Hindi niya kailangan yan. No? There are times now, for us, we need to do it. Pero sabi ng Panginoon, do it in, ano daw? Secret. Yung extra effort ng pananalangin, do it in secret. Moving on. So, you know, uh, wait lang, pakibalik sa, nalilito ako sa, ano, sa, okay, moving on, no, you know, prayer, as we have learned it, is that we need to pray in the right mindset. The second is, we need to pray in the right manner. We need to pray in the right manner. That is, that is in verse 9 to 13. So, una, mindset. Second is the right manner. So, how to really pray like Jesus? Sabi ng Panginoon, pray like this. You know, when I was young, so Sunday school, tinuro sa akin yung Acts. No? At ang gamit na text is yung Lord's Prayer. Kayo rin ba? No? Ang turo, ganito yung mag-pray. Ito yung ibig sabihin ng Panginoon doon sa uh, Lord's Prayer niya. But you know, when I was studying and researching about our text, I realized that the Lord's Prayer is more than the acts of prayer. Ano yung acts of prayer? Adoration, confession, thanksgiving, and supplication. Why? Bakit ko po nasabing it's more than that? Because if you're going to study... Ito po yung mga verb. When I studied, going back doon sa original language niya, ito po yung mga salita, no? Hallowed, be your name, is of in verb form, yung hallowed. Your kingdom come, your will be done. It's in verb form. In adoration of acts, sa tinuro sa akin noon, yung dalawa na yan is part ng adoration. Tama ba? That you will say the title of God. That you will say the, uh, you know, sino ang Diyos. But in the original language, it's in verb form. Which implies, it's a request. Ito pa, yung give us to this day our, our daily bread. Ito yung supplication. Sabi nila, no? Forgive us our sins. Confession. Pero may kadugtong yan eh. As we forgive our debtors. So, hindi lang siya confession. Lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hinahanap ko yung thanksgiving. Uh, I don't know kung saan nila kinuha. But what I'm trying to say, it's more than the pattern of acts. It's good to pray with the pattern of acts. But the problem with that 
is that it diminishes the intensity of Jesus' words on how to pray. Because pag sinabi po na verb yung hallowed be your name, then it means it's a request, no? A plead that Jesus is trying to say, Lord, make your name great. I implore you. I request you, O Father, to make your name great. I want you to make me see, make me experience that your name will be great in my life. And then your kingdom come, your will be done. It's like Jesus is trying to say when you pray, you pray that, Lord, your kingdom come, your will be done in my lifetime. You see? The intensity of going back to what it really meant. It's not just a pattern. Everything na nakikita po natin ngayon dito sa ating screen is a request. It's a desire. It's a prayer. It's a plead to God. Now let's study, no? Furthermore, isa-isahin natin. The first request, and take note, bakit nilagay ng Panginoon Jesus sa first? It is related then doon sa magiging preaching ni Pastor Harry, ni Preacher Harry. Because, no, sabi ng Panginoon, hallowed be your name. In the Greek word, it means make your name sanctified or holy, unique. Above all, great. In the original sense, it means make your name the greatest. It means we long to see God being glorified and to witness His glory being revealed to us. So it's not just adoring God, you know, Lord, you are sovereign, you are no, no. It's like someone praying, Lord, make me see it. Make me experience it. Do it in my life. That your name will be great in my life. It's like, uh, ako, parang umpisa pa lang, commitment na kaagad. Ang sabi ng Panginoon, Jesus, pray like this. You pray that God's name will be honored in you, in our life. I remember a Sunday school song. In my life, Lord, be glorified. Be glorified. It's a prayer. That when we wake up in the morning, we pray, not just, Lord, help me in my work, but we pray, Lord, make your name great through the work you have given me. Di ba mag-iiba yung perspective mo sa buhay? You're not just working for the sake of working and earning money. You dedicate it to the Lord. You want the name of God to be hallowed. You actually prayed for it. It means you desire it. The second content of the Lord's Prayer, supplication of Jesus, the request of Christ, na ganito rin ang i-request natin sa buhay natin, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Kingdom come, will be done. It means... We surrender to His will and desire in a form of request. Imagine, no? 
Ikaw pa mismo yung magre-request sa Panginoon na, Lord, please reign in me. Madalas ang isip natin, when it comes to surrendering sa Panginoon, parang utang na loob ng Diyos na nag-surrender ka sa Kanya. No? Para siya yung mayroong, may favor kang binigay sa Panginoon because you surrender your life sa Kanya. But here, Jesus revealed that it's actually the work of God. Now, when you surrender your life to God, when you obey God, it's because God caused it to be. And so the prayers in our lives na gustong ituro sa atin ng Panginoon is to pray that, Lord, cause it to be that I will surrender to your will. It's, not, it's more than adoration. Or should I say, this is really the way to adore God. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Hindi compartmentalize na, Lord, you know, uh, I want your will. I know your will is so the best. But Lord, I will be really happy pag ito yung mangyari. Lord, your will be done, but give me John, sabi ng iba. No? And sometimes we say, lalo na pag alam natin questionable yung, yung ating desire, ah, bahala na yung Panginoon, yung will niya yung mangyari. Kasi alam mo na yung will ng Panginoon, mali yun. Then why continue? And so, the prayer of Jesus revealed the real sense of praying is also to allow, you know, to allow God to plead actually. To plead to God that you will be surrendered to Him. Amazing, no? Grabe ang ating Panginoon. So, hindi lang ito pattern. This is what God, the most pleasing prayer to God. And it means that when we pray this prayer, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It means we long to see also the world to be under His rule. We pray for missions every Wednesday. Countless of names of missions. Hindi ko na maalala yung ibang pangalan. Because every Wednesday we pray for another people group, unrich people group, unengaged people group. Because we long for the kingdom of God to come. We say, gusto natin ng pagbabago sa mundo. Gusto natin na magkaroon ng kapayapaan ng mundo. And the only way to have that is for Jesus to rule in the hearts of people. We don't want prejudice to happen. We don't want, you know, yung, yung, yung biases, no? But that, for that to happen, everyone should have Jesus. And do we pray that? Because Jesus prays that. Your kingdom come, your will be done. Do we pray for workers, no? That Jesus will send workers to the mission field. 
Do we pray for our missionaries? And do you pray for yourself to be a living missionary wherever you are? Because when you are the one praying for God to send workers, He will say to you, How about you? How about you? <laughs> you are a missionary in your field, by the way. Tama po ba? God placed you for the purpose, sabi nga, for to make the name great. So if you're a doctor, like Doc John, no? whenever meron siyang ooperahan, he will utter a silent prayer na, Lord, make your name great as I do surgery. Pag may pro bono siya, Lord, make your name great na, na pro bono yung isang na, um, nangangailangan na tao. Baka yun yung testimony, magpasalamat siya sa Panginoon for provision. Di ba? You are agents of God for His glory wherever you are. Sa mga CPA, no? yung kakapuyat nyo, sayang naman yan kung hindi nyo iaano sa Panginoon na Lord, make your name great, napuyat ako sa bawat tagyawat meron ako. Because I want to finish yung contract at gusto ko maging magandang testimony sa mga ka-workmate ko. Diba? Sayang naman yung pagpupuyat. Mga estudyante, no? How about pagmamobile legends? Make your name great sa pagmamobile legends ko. Paano? Hindi ako nag-trash talk. Kahit in-trash talk ako, hindi ako magta-trash talk. No? Kaya gusto ko kalaro yung mga ka-churchmates sa Dota kasi hindi talaga ako maka-trash talk. Man, yun yung member ng church. <laughs> Pag nag-trash talk ako, magkalit ako. No? Tawa na lang kami. Anyway, um, moving on. You know, the El Moody said, every great movement of God can be traced to a kneeling figure. Every great movement of God nagsisimula sa pananalangin. We have read, no, sa Pastor Tim, may nabasa kami na article na iba na talaga ngayon how we do church. And then, ang nabasa ko sa huli doon, it's scary, sabi nung author. Na, tama ba? It's scary. Kung takot tayo, then it's time for us to pray. Pray. For God's wisdom. For, God's, for God to make His kingdom come. For His will to be done. In every situation, every transition, every change that will happen in mankind, may His will be done. Pray like Jesus. The third supplication of Panginoon, no? the, the manner to pray is give us this day our daily bread. To this day our daily bread. We depend on God for our daily provisions when we pray for provision ng Panginoon. Success in our work, business affairs, family affairs, emotional needs. Minsan, nakaano lang tayo sa daily bread na pagkain lang yon, Tama? But you know, there are other daily bread you need. Emotional, wisdom, courage in decision-making sa mga leaders, no? Ah, tawag nito yung, yung, yung relationship with your people, restoration of relationship to those na tayo sa workmate natin. Sa mga sales, kota. No? Every day talaga, pag-prepare yan, makuha yung kota. 
That's daily bread. Tama ba? And one of our, you know, one of our executives here sa church nag-sabi sa akin na gumanda yung sales nila, praise God, talaga si God lang yun. That's declaring na it's God who gives the daily bread. It means everything we need to live, we declare reliance on God and believe God will provide our daily needs. Not just, Lord, I rely on you, but there is this belief, God, you will supply what I need. So work, yung, yung emotional strength pag napapagalitan, as a daily bread, you need to ask to God. Wisdom na matutunan, wisdom to create the rhythm kahit na sobrang busy ng buhay. We need to rely on God in everything. Give us today our daily bread. No? A lot of us, we worry about tomorrow. Tama ba? Sino hindi nag-aalala to, about tomorrow dito? Wala nagtaas ng kamay. So it's true. But you know, the problem with that, we worry a lot about tomorrow is because we don't appreciate God is providing what we need today and God has provided in the past. Jesus said, ang emphasis niya, give us this day. Hindi niya sinabing, give us this day our monthly bread. Our 10 years bread. Ang sabi ni Jesus, give us this day our daily bread. What does it mean? You will find that out more sa preaching ni Pastor Hurry. So tune in sa amin po, no? But for teaser for that is that Jesus is so confident that God will provide every day. Every day. May mga scientists nagsabi, I don't know kung na parang mauubos daw ang pagkain ng buong mundo ilang years from now. Uh, dapat ang population ng world is 5 million lang. Kung hindi, magkakaroon ng star, an starvation. Starvation. Diba? Eh, may mga, ano yun? Eat all you can tayo. And if you're going to study then, no, research on how, ilan tons ang nasasayang na pagkain araw-araw sa buong mundo, magugulat ka, it can feed those who are hungry in Africa more than enough. More than enough. So, nag-fail ba talagang mag-provide ang Diyos? No. It's man, the, some, of, some of those who are greedy na they just, they don't share the wealth. Kung si God lang, everything will be provided well. But because of the evil of the society, the systemic evil, nagkakaroon talaga ng suffering. Well, we live in an evil world. But the promise of God to those no, na tatawag sa Kanya, He will provide the daily bread. He will provide. So don't worry about tomorrow. Appreciate what is today. Nagpasalamat ba kayo na 
Nakakain kayong umaga, kaninang umaga kung kumain man kayo ng breakfast? Kung diet, dapat magpasalamat kayo na kaya nyo mag-diet? No? Kala nyo mo kayong mga diet, ha? Nagpasalamat ba kayo na tayo, na may damit tayong suot ngayon? Naka-aircon tayo, may kuryente, may rotational brownout. By the way, ba tayo may kuryente? Praise God! Nagpapasalamat ba tayo sa daily provision ng Diyos? Because that is the cure for worry. Let me just share the six pesos story. When my wife and I are still newlywed, at yung nagbubuntis yung aking asawa kay Yani, dumating yung time sa buhay namin, na ang pera na lang na hawak ni Hani, kasi siya yung may hawak ng pera noon, taga-budget, is six pesos na lang. And the next na allowance namin darating ay two weeks pa. Two weeks pa bago dumating yung allowance. So, five Sundays kasi yon Big say five Sundays. So, alam na mga ibang tao na parang sakto lang yung kita pagka five weeks No? I don't know sa mga missionary ng Psalm, pag five weeks, medyo mapigat, tama? Kasi darating pa yung parang ma-extend mo yung isang week kailangan. And so six pesos, two weeks, what are we going to do with six pesos? Newlywed, bago lang ako sa ministry, kakagraduate ko lang, and the church is a church planting stage, hindi pa siya talaga established. Uh, I am the youth pastor there before. Tapos ang lugar namin is third town. Alam niyo pag third town, yung income ay maliit. So maliit talaga ang, ang dumarating sa church. But after the service, no, may nagbigay sa amin ng bigas. One sack of rice. A member of the church Lumapit sa amin at nagbigay ng isang sako ng bigas kasi sabi nila, Pastor, kakaani lang namin. Tikman mo yung bigas namin. Sabi ko sa, sa lago, Praise God! May bigas na! By the way, hindi namin sinabi yung six pesos na ito na during that time sa sino man tao. Ang pastor kasi pag ayaw niya para nagre-reklamo siya. The next is the next day my Bible study ako and birthday ng Bible study. Wow! Sabi ko, yes, yes Lord, solve na naman yung dinner. And then hindi na na-solve yung dinner, di ba may bigas, may ulam, at pagkatapos ng birthday, maraming natira, for some reason, pinadala sa amin lahat ng natirang pagkain. Solve na yung ulam for one week. Init-init na lang. Parang hurry, no? Init-init na lang. And then dumating yung Friday, that week, sa probinsya ay rotational brownout kahit hindi summer. <laughs> Tama ba? I don't know kung bakit, no? Sa north. So, ang brownout is from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Buntis yung asawa ko, sobrang discomfort nito sa kanya. And so, the head pastor of the church and 
his wife decided to tag us along. Magpalamig daw kami sa mall sa Dagupan. So pumunta kami sa mall, but little did we know that God used them Maggrocery daw kami. Pabayaran nila yung grocery namin. Kaya nung kinidnap ako dito na naggrocery, naalala ko talaga to. And I want to declare the greatness of God. In the 34 years of my existence, God never fails to provide. Six pesos is enough with God providing our needs. Amen? And from that time on, the Lord teach me the lesson. I will provide your daily needs. Your daily needs. So how about you? What are you worrying from? Are you appreciating God in providing your needs in the past na na-provide niya na? You can, I think a lot of us will say here na mas, ma, mas okay ako ngayon kaysa noon. Tama? Then bakit hindi nag stop yung worry natin? Noon, nag-iisip tayo pag ako magkatrabaho, hindi na ako mag-worry. Ngayon may trabaho ka, worry ka ng worry. Oh, come on. Ano pa talaga, kuya? It's because we don't appreciate that God is actually providing your daily needs. All your needs. Amen? And if we learn the art of thanking God on a daily needs natin, it will free us from a lot of worry. Worry. Sa aming mag-asawa, ang warrior po ay ako. <laughs> Hindi po asawa ko. Ang wife ko will always say, kailan pa ba, kailan pa ba nagpabaya ang Diyos? So, instead of being a warrior, no? be a warrior in prayer. Be a warrior in prayer. That you declare to God, Lord, I'm worried. Yes, you can see it in my heart, but Lord, I will declare and I will thank you for providing today. Therefore, I know you never change. You will provide for tomorrow. For tomorrow. Another plead from, from Jesus, no? Yung request. Forgive us our sins as we forgave others. So, bakit hindi to confession? Hindi po lang ito confession. Why? Kasi meron din ditong challenge ang Panginoon. It's we asking God, Lord, forgive me as I have forgiven my, the people who sinned against me. It can be that, that we pray that God is going to forgive us and help us to forgive others as well. Because if you're going to see the logic behind is that Jesus is saying to the people, kung forgiveness lang, God will give to you. Ang tanong, are you willing to forgive your neighbor? 
Are you willing to forgive those who offended you? Because sabi ng verse 14 to 15, For if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Ang tanong, sino ang mas malaki ang kasalanan? Yung kasalanan ng yung pinag-ipon na kasalanan ba natin sa Diyos o yung kasalanan ng isang tao sa atin? And so, if we are really people of God and we have Christ in our lives, we have experienced His forgiveness. Therefore, the challenge of God to us, this is a request from, from Christ, forgive us our sins. Wala namang kasalanan si Jesus, di ba? Tama? Pero He modeled to us, when you ask forgiveness from God, make sure you are willing to forgive others. Lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. Anong ibig sabihin? We pray for God to rule over our lives and to be liberated from the enslavement of darkness and sins. It means that we are really intentional sa Panginoon. Lord, rule over me. Lord, rescue me from my sins, habitual sins. Lord, change me. I don't want to be in this place anymore. I don't want to be nandito ako na nakakulong sa kasalanan ko. I need you to rescue me from my sins and enslavement of sin. Yun yung sinasabi na, lead us not to temptation but deliver us from evil. And it's not just protection from a you know, fortune na fortune of life na ikaw ay mapabuti ang buhay mo, maprotektahan yung mga wealth na meron ka, your businesses and everything. It's more than that. It's us asking the Lord, Lord, don't allow me to fall into temptation. Protect me and deliver me from evil. This is how to really pray. Kahit mayroon tayong disciplines out of our own works, own efforts, and own discipline, without God enabling us and empowering us to, to overcome our sins, hindi natin magagawa. And so it's really Jesus really declaring that when we pray, we ask God to help us. Now, going back sa context, sino yung pinatatamaan niya? the hypocrites, the Pharisees, and the pagans. They believe that through their own works, they can manipulate God. Through their own works, they can have their own righteousness. Through their own works, perhaps God is going to listen to them. Through their own works, they will be righteous. You see the context? And so Jesus said, when you pray, you pray a prayer of relying to God. Total reliance on God in everything. Lead us not into temptation. So you see that the heart of the one that prays, Lord, rule over me. Yung mga prayers na napakinggan natin, it's like, you know, yung 
is, may isang hari at yung nasasakupan niya. Tama? Hari, maghari ka sa aming bayan. Yung, yung plano ay gawin mo sa aming bayan. Mahal na hari, mag-provide ka ng pagkain namin. Aming pangangailangan. Mahal na hari, nagkasala ako sa iyo. Patawarin mo ako. Katulad ng pagpapatawad ko sa aking kapitbahay. Mahal na hari, protektahan mo ako sa mga kalaban ko. Lalo na yung gustong kunin yung aking kaligayahan at kapayapaan na tagpuan ko sa iyo. Protect me from the evil one. You know, the real threat and danger in life is being ruled by sin and being away from the rule of God. Ito ang tunay na threat. COVID-19, of course, physically, it's a risk, it's a threat. But more than that is to be ruled by sin. Because it, ano ba yung purpose ni Satan when he is tempting you? The enemy comes to destroy, the thief comes to destroy and to steal. So when we are ruled by sin and we are away from the rule of God, we are being destroyed. We are being, you know, uh, tayo ay ninanakawan ng ating kaligayahan na matatagpuan lang sa ating Panginoon. sa mga Campus Crusade for Christ, familiar ito. Because there are two kinds of life. The self-directed life and the Christ-directed life. The self-directed life is this. Self is on the throne. Siya yung nagahari sa buhay natin. Interests are directed by resulting by self. Therefore, resulting in discord, frustration, And Christ is outside the life. And so the prayer we should utter sa Panginoon is this, Lord, make me Christ-directed life. Make me God-directed life. We make God and Christ is on the throne of our hearts, of our lives. He is the center. Self is yielding to Christ and all the interests and all the events are in harmony. Kasama yung problems natin dyan. It's in harmony with God's plan. So which circle best fit your life? Or should I say, which circle do you want to pray for? Pray for that. Lastly, no, Lord, deliver me from myself. Sometimes, ang talagang prayer natin not only deliver from the evil one, but from ourselves. Our own tendencies. Our own selfish desires. Let's also pray for that. Sabi nga Thomas Brown. Kaya self-directed life, no? Lord, do away, uh, make me away from that kind of life. Self-directed life. Lastly, pray with the right motive. And when you fast, do not look gloomy. Ano yung gloomy? Yung malungkot, no? Yung halatang-halatang nagpa-fasting kasi haggard yung, ano, haggard yung muka. Nung panahon nila, hindi lang haggard. Lalagyan pa talaga ng 
dumi, maglalagay ng ash sa uh, mukha para ipakita na I am fasting. Sabi ng Panginoon, do not be like that when you fast. Fasting is a prayer na higher level. No? Kasi meron na itong uh, hindi ka kakain, hindi ka mag-Facebook, Ayun, may Facebook fast na, hindi ka mag-gaming, whatever na parang pleasurable sa'yo ay i-stop mo for a season because you want to focus on God. Sabi ng, mga, sabi ng salita ng Panginoon, yung mga hypocrites daw, they disfigure their faces that their fasting may be seen by others. Buti na lang dito, pag nagpa-fasting tayo, walang nakakalagay, hashtag fasting. <laughs> Wala no? Praise God. Thank you, Lord. No? Tayo-tayo lang nakakaalam. But truly I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, ito daw yung gawin, anoint your head and wash your face. Ano ibig sabihin ng Panginoon dito? Normal lang. Maghilamos ka. Maligo ka. Para pag lumabas ka ng bahay mo, hindi ka halatang nagpa-fasting. Hindi na mamagayong mata. No? That your fasting may not be seen by others, but by your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you. Ano yung right motive? Our motive is to be seen by the Father. It's a pursuit of intimacy with God. Audience of one. I just want to show this quote sa atin, no? by Joyce Mayer. Sabi, when we pray, we open the door for God to come into our problems and situations and work on them. Question, is this the kind of prayer na sinabi ng Panginoon Jesus? Na pray like this in the Lord's Prayer. Hindi, di ba? Because itong quote na ito, ang focus is, God, solve my problem. When we pray, our focus should not be on how God would help us solve our problems. Remember this, He already knows your problems. Tama? And at times, He intentionally allowed it to happen. Our focus should be on how in the midst of our problems, we will submit to God no matter what. This is the Jesus way of prayer. This is what Jesus meant when He says, pray like this. In one phrase, your will be Tama ba? Your will be done. Kasi yung umpisa, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as, as it is in heaven. And yung dulo, deliver us from evil. Lead us not into temptation. Let your will be done. When we pray, you don't pray na parang may blueprint ka sa Panginoon. Lord, ito yung mga goals ko sa buhay. Oh, Lord, 
Alam ko pag ito, nagawa mo to Lord, is it, it will make my life better. Yes, God is gracious, He's going to answer, no? But the ultimate request that we need to love to happen in our lives is when we say to God, Hallowed be your name. In my life, Lord, be glorified. In my work, in my problems, in my situation, in my relationships, in everything that I do, be glorified. This is the request we need to pray for ultimately. This is what Jesus said. Pray like this. Ibig sabihin, Pastor, di na ako mag-pray about my problems. You pray. Sige lang. Pero ang question, isama doon sa prayer, be glorified, Lord, on how I respond. Teach me how to respond well. Lord, be glorified. How can I align my work and everything in my life, my family, aligned for your glory? Lord, I want to feel you. I want to see you. I want to experience you. I want to be intimate with you. That's the ultimate prayer we need to utter. Pray like Jesus. Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the revelation of the reality of the real meaning of the Lord's Prayer. I pray, we pray, oh God, that in this church, Lord, no matter how lowly we may be, no matter how perhaps we see it as small for now, but Lord, from now on, our prayer will always be, be glorified. Help us to glorify you. This is our innermost request sa buhay namin. Lord, in our problems, sa bawat tahanan ngayon nakikinig, sa bawat buhay na nakikinig, oh God, I pray that you will allow them to see your presence, your glory, and that it will give them the peace, the joy, the contentment, and the power to endure and magnify your name through their lives. Help us to pray like Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Join the GCAF Manila community on Facebook and other social media platforms for more. Together, let's continue to obey beyond borders. Thank you.